0: The Up with the Bonnets podcast is brought to you by Hilltown Electrical. Hilltown Electrical deals with both domestic and commercial jobs. You can find them on Facebook or by contacting them on 07793 847 390. Welcome to episode 81 of the Up With The Bonnets podcast. It's going to be a nice, enthusiastic, good one tonight, I think. And with me is Jake Shaw from the Dance Park Choir. Jake, how are we doing, mate? I'm all right, Danny. How are you? Really good, really good, especially after that victory today. I don't think you'll find any Dundee fan down in the dumps tonight.
1: Not at all. Least of all, Paul Gray. He seems to be having a great time. I don't yes. know if you've seen He's having a fantastic time.
0: <laughs> well, for any of my listeners in, Paul Gray's internet is down. Uh, the big man, I uh, don't know what he's done, but his uh, broadband isn't getting fixed on Monday, so God knows what he's been downloading to get cut off. <laughs> who knows, <laughs> who knows. He might not be here in body, but he's
1: definitely here in spirit
0: for sure <laughs> yep uh, so hope he enjoys his night out the night and uh, he's off the podcast duties because he's on the swally well Clear deserved because, yeah, I mean it's Sunday We well, could say that about any night we have it's Monday <laughs> yeah, it's Tuesday
1: true. it's Wednesday
0: <laughs> uh, Jake first off I was going to I was going to speak about the Samaritan match mm. but there's no much point now there's no much point at just like bringing a downer on the podcast what happened happened Probably the worst display we've put this this season, which is something concerning how far we're into the season. Mm -hmm. We'll leave it as that. A total off day. We move on. We move on. Speak about St Johnston. Before we speak about St Johnston, I just want to say uh, obviously, uh, Michael Mellon had a hell of an injury on the pitch at the end of the game. Uh, He's been taken to hospital, a very bad concussion. Seen some pictures uh, online and His eyes are just totally glazed Mm -hmm. over. He's currently getting a full check done, obviously. And I think because of that, he misses, he'll miss the county game because I think there's so many days from a concussion on the field that Mm -hmm. you've got to wait. So he'll miss that. But it doesn't really matter if he's going to be okay for it or missing it because all that matters is he uh, gets back to full fitness because we will speak about this obviously later on. It was Mm -hmm. a really, really bad one from him. And uh, yeah, just hopefully just gets down to the, the road, the recovery, and we see him back in a couple of games' time. Fingers
1: crossed, yeah. No, as you say, we'll, we'll come to it, I think, but and we'll come to what surrounds that as well in regards to decisions and things. But no, I think it's just a case of wishing him all the best and hopefully a speedy recovery and see him back for maybe the Hibs game, hopefully.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. So we kicked off against... Craig Levine's St Johnston. So Craig Levine, not a, a name that he dears himself with the Dundee fans. You know what kind of team or mm-hmm. that, that you're going to come, come up against when you play them. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like for a long period of time that the absolutely spawny jamminess of his whole tenure as manager would, against games he came up against us were just going to... Keep going because St Johnston got a goal against the run of play, and anything Dundee threw at St Johnston just didn't seem to come off. You know, any second bounce, 50 50, ball bouncing just past the post, just anything that wasn't going to fall to a Dundee player happened. And for a long while, Jake, it looked like, mm. oh man, as much as we deserve to win that match, it looked like this is just going to be one of those days, did not it? Oh, absolutely.
1: Every single second ball seemed to fall to them. Every single, you know, skiff off the surface just goes over a Dundee player's foot and right to Saints play a couple of misplaced passes from our end to a wee bit sloppy in the first half. But, you know, not to be... I'm not going to get hung up about it, to be totally honest with you. Given no, no. How it,
0: what transpired <laughs> later on, yeah. No, well they've been trying to look for highlights of the game someplace. Mm-hmm. Not being able to find any, obviously just to have a wee look back. But their goal, like you say, it was against the run of play, they closed down the men as quickly as or closely as they could have. And mm-hmm. I think it was a uh, Matty Smith, number twenty two for St Johnston. And yep. it wasn't exactly the, the well struck shot, but it was placed in the bottom corner mm-hmm. and it's one that you kind of felt could Carson have got that but on the other hand it was it was his vision like blurred a little bit, just be players in front of them and it just crept into the bottom corner and from then on, what was that? the, the Was it the sixth minute or something? I think so. Around that time, I so. yeah. yeah. It was... Well, it, I was
1: sat right behind it and it seemed to happen in slow motion and then Carson seemed to dive in slow motion and he just, I was hoping it was going to hit the post and bounce it but not nestled quite nicely into the corner <laughs> to be a good finish. You can't take away from the ball, a good finish but from a Dundee point of view you have to close it down better. At the edge of your box. Yeah. Um. I think I I'll come back to a sloppy pass, I think we lost the possession a bit too easily in the lead up to it. Um. But good finish. And and even from then, I couldn't see us losing the game. I think we had enough about
0: us to to have picked up. Yeah, because we just seemed like for for a long time we, we were attacking, it just seemed like every time Dundee would. Going to get a shot, a good shot on target. Mm-hmm. There was just an ankle, a leg, a heel right. in the way of a Dundee attempt. St. Johnson would just, they had men back mm-hmm. and they were just, and that wee slight touch. Because I think not long afterwards, we had so many corners from mm-hmm. shots that were took that a defender just got himself in front of, flung himself in front of, and we we'll just kept pressing and pressing. But there wasn't any clear cut chances. I think it wasn't until. Was it Donnelly's looping header mm-hmm. that uh, I think it was Carrie or or that he he cleared off the line? Yeah, that was closest we came. But despite that, I always did feel that if we kept chopping, we eventually would find a way mm-hmm. to get back into this game. I think did um, you did you think that as well, Jake?
1: I, I did. Yeah. No, I, did, I said that there. I think we had enough about us going forward that Sahin was gonna and as you say, we just didn't get the rub of the green. Um, Back of Yoko, keeper kicks it off him, it just bounces off the wrong side of the post. Uh, Tiffany drags one wide, you know, on another day catches that better, it's a goal. You know, um, the header, as you say, nobody's gambling and following in on it, and hopefully trying to beat Kerry to it. (laughs) We just didn't have that rub of the green, certainly not in the first half, no. Um, But I think a play overall showed that we definitely deserve
0: something from it yeah yeah so we have and puffed and the hum is yep. happening yep. and then all of a sudden the play the ball gets played out and there's a wee break there's a far check nobody kinds what's far then people over me start saying and you see Bakiyoko as well he's given the whole uh mm-hmm. elbow showing the ref that what he feels has happened mm-hmm. then as soon as the ref goes to that that monitor I kind of thought to myself, he's got previous today in this, David Monroe. <laughs> Again, we will be going on about him very shortly, yeah. to be honest, probably more than the victory. But you did think to yourself, oh, if he's going there, there's no there's no giving that. It's actually whatever's going to be given is going to be given.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. But as more people around us start speaking, you see Bakayoko's reaction on the park. He's flinging, he's flinging the elbow boot and saying that he's been hot. Mm-hmm. You think, well, this is for Dundee. And then mm-hmm. once the ref makes the slow walk away from the van monitor straight away you know whatever he's way to give or whatever he saw he's way to give because yeah. then he moves into the middle and then he gives the side penalty to dundee i think that was what obviously that was what dundee needed but mm-hmm. we were kind of struggling to get the actually the breakthrough so it's it's a, it's a bit of a gift for us mm-hmm. i think it was it again we are still not being able to look at the highlights so i think it's Liam Gordon it's mm-hmm. a team is, who's, who's in the challenge. And I think he's given away a few penalties for them mm. uh, recently. It's been a gift, an absolute yeah. gift. And it's been one that's broke St. Johnston because they were looking like stubby. Um mm. Obviously, we've still had to score the penalty. And we, your recent history, Lyle Carmen's walking up with the ball. I love I Lyle, understand. absolutely I do. But I'm like, oh, come on, come on. But then I think Luke McCowan comes across and yeah. the ball's handed to him. And he... Expert life puts it against the post and into the back of the net, and that Trem- was it. it. Seemed to be a relief. Yeah, tremendous penalty. It was really,
1: really good. Um, me and Stephen, who I sit with he, we have been itching for him to take it because he's such a clean striker. The ball McEwen, um, and we saw Cameron walking up. And we thought, oh no! <laughs> I mean, he's a great boy. He's a great player. Penalties can you know leave a lot to be desired but um he would grab the ball and he was walking up and uh, Mitov was giving him some some mind games some verbals you know uh try to put him off and he handed the ball to McCowan, and he just saw Mitov go oh shit <laughs> <You know? laughs> um it's not going to be as, as straightforward as he thought but no good penalty regarding the, the foul itself <clears throat> we sat quite close to the front so that you could hear there was contact um but Without seeing it again, I could be proved, proven totally wrong on this. It seemed soft, and I'd be fuming if it gone against us. But would you, one of them, you know, we'll take it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I listened to Craig Levine's interview, and he says he's kind of looked at it, and he has said, if you give a penalty like that, you're giving 20 penalties a game. And I kinda of understand where you're coming from with that. There's always going to be a little bit of hustle and bustle. But like said, so we've been on the receiving end of some outlandish yeah. calls from the rest for penalties this mm-hmm. season and decisions. Um and it just seems like maybe this is one that's when obviously it has went in our favour. Mm-hmm. Obviously you're kind of being a bit of a hypocrite when you're moaning one week about oh, 100%. Um, penalties given against you and then you're taking this one. But I guess that's the that's the, the what's happening with VAR just now. Mm-hmm. Like you're going to get ones uh, against you. You're more yeah. about it, up. then you get yeah. ones that you potentially maybe shouldn't have got, and you'll be like, "Well, if we got it the other end, then that's it." Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're consistently inconsistent, var, aren't they? Um,
1: and that's kind of going to sway up a couple of uh, decisions. It should hopefully even itself out by the end of the season, you know. Um, but I don't know. But we got that one. We got that one. Um, and probably maybe should have had another one later on but again we'll come to that
0: Yeah, I mean as soon as we got that penalty and uh, the play resumed the you notice that St Johnston kind of upped the ante a little bit obviously they were trying to hut us on the break quite a lot which to be honest there was a few times that they, they could have took advantage I think that at one point they tried about four boys on Owen Beck <laughs> and got absolutely nothing again, No, they got no one near him, Beck was superb <laughs> it was absolutely amazing um, but it's uh, we are able to get, get back because I think after the penalty we kind of just, I feel like we fell out the game a little bit after the penalty
1: mm.
0: not, not too much not too much but just enough for them to, to kind of get their backs up again and yeah. uh, look for a second goal I think there was five minutes or so
1: where we kind of were just like oh shit we're back in it you know um, <laughs> and it kind of gave us a bit of a, a fright I guess I don't know if that's the right word but it gave us something, and Saint Johnson. I don't know if you noticed this, but put some lovely passing moves together, like brilliant counterattacks, just one twos up the field. It was like someone next to me was shouting, no, "Is it Saint Barça we're playing?" It was honestly, <laughs> it was there were a couple of really good um, moves, but obviously it never came to anything at all, apart from the fact they hit the bar and Carson had two really good saves.
0: Yeah, I mean that yeah, we kind of saying here that we felt like I think mean, deservedly did get the victory, but they did have chances. Mm. And yeah, Carson pulled out a couple of blinding saves. Mm-hmm. Some of them were kind of shot right at him. Mm-hmm. So that was a But he still made it, yeah. Yeah. Um he's dealt with it, dealt with it well. And the, the header off the bar, was it Considine, absolutely mm. nailed that ball. That's I mean, a fantastic header again, but um, didn't he go in? Did it? Did didn't he because you know, he's got Harper scoring against us? that's well, right. I
1: think he's used up all his credit to be fair. Goals against good stud. <laughs> this will come back in a clip and haunt me, I'm sure, but it seems that he has anyway. Um, but no, you've got to ride your luck at some mm-hmm. points, you know. Um, teams do it all the time, ride their luck and, and go out and win. And we did today, which is good. Mm-hmm. Makes yeah. a change.
0: Aye, oh, definitely. The way as well. St. Johnson were riding the luck because the amount of times that we got the ball and ran in, put it into the box, and they were just like, I venture, I've I'll be repeating myself. They were just getting like the foot on it, and I think there was mm-hmm. one time where I think Beck, I was either Beck or Donnelly, uh low and hard drive into the box when it was one all, yeah. and yeah. hits off the keeper, then hits off their player, then hits off, but goes back into the keeper's hands, and mm-hmm. just wee jammy. Scenarios yeah. like that. Um, There's one that bounced off back of Yoko, uh, the back post, and
1: it, I cannot believe it didn't creep in. I cannot believe it. From the angle we were at, it looked like it was in. Um, and then there was also one Beck fired across and it went wide, uh, akin to the Aberdeen game as well.
0: Yeah, so. the one Beck one, potentially, I'm not going to, I didn't want to, he got the boy, but could have scored that, he could have earned he but could have absolutely and Mellon waiting Mellon's in the middle. Melon was
1: off. fuming. But you would be if you're a striker eh? But then again, mm-hmm. if you're Owen back, you're coming on off the left, you're gonna shoot. So he's gonna,
0: yeah. yeah. He's gonna. He's only got his eyes on that goal. Um 100%. just a bit you couldn't even hit the target.
1: And bounces <laughs> back out. I know that's twice now. Get a finger at <laughs> all come on, not
0: good enough. Ken Jesus Christ, man. Eh? Um no, but he's seen his moment for the glory and he, he tried to take it. But thankfully, he made up for it because it was his cross into the box for Jordan McGee to head in. A fucking fantastic cross, by the way. Oh, Again, we can't point. speak highly enough of this boy being a special talent. Oh. But even from the position he took the cross, when he went to take it, I did think to myself, Oh, what's he doing? he's not going to get much flight on that. It's but quite it central. It's perfect, yeah. Mm-hmm. And McGee, header Dune, bottom uh, left hand corner of the keeper and mm. that was it Yeah, I've touched on this before I think I maybe touched on it last time I was
1: on a couple of weeks ago Uh McGee ghosted in at the back post mm-hmm. it, it's something we need to take advantage of because those runs he makes every single time are spot on and it's so difficult to defend against just peeling off the round the back and, and nodding in because I, I did a, a tweet about it last time he scored against Hearts at home uh, it was a it was a carbon copy the one against Hearts in the covid season mm-hmm. and then he started twice against Raith Rovers with a kind of long ball and the peel off the back i think that's something we really need to take advantage of before people figure it out because <laughs> that's four or five times now he's done it and it's come in absolutely clutch you know massive goals and massive games for us,
0: yeah. He done against the uh, Reef in the playoffs as well,
1: yeah, yeah, just pulled off the bat, yeah. a new volley, oh, tremendous!
0: So, obviously, it's been highlighted now. So, boys have just put two men on him, yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Jordan. Yeah, there's never no a goal bonus for this boy for Jordan no. now. <laughs> <Oops>. <laughs> um. But obviously the, the, the game looked like it was well Dundee Dundee were containing the, the last was a six minutes of injury time. Mm-hmm. Um you know we, we, we were just starting to coast it now. We we're sweeping up everything like that they were dealing with. Mm-hmm. And then we obviously had that that horrendous injury to, to Mellon. Yeah. Um now we can touch on mm-hmm. David Munro and his display. The fact that he let that play on was just horrendous. You know, I mean, any head knock, but th- we'll go back to the first half when mm. Zach Robinson went down yep. with a head knock and yep. he played on. So that's twice in one game mm-hmm. he's played on with a head knock when straight away you might meant to blow your whistle. Yep. Now, we've seen this when we played Russ County at home this season. Yes, County went down with numerous head knocks and a lot of them, they got up and ran it off, yeah. but stopped every single time, regardless yep. if we feel they went doing easy or not. You've got to stop it every mm. time. Mm-hmm. Twice, he's failed to dare. Twice. The first, obviously, Zach Robinson, they've, they've went on and got a corner. Mm-hmm. They could have potentially went on scored. Mm-hmm. This one, obviously, we've played on. Uh, well, he's played on because we were attacking, but mm. he should be blowing that whistle. He should be, regardless. I, so, I couldn't care less if Castello had scored. The, the... Phil
1: not even a foul the game should have been stopped because it's been said i don't know if you listen to sports sound after the game but the the, the phrase you know player protection is paramount kept getting said and said and said um Docker said it a couple of times it's been all over social media and it is absolutely is paramount and i cannot believe that a professional referee at the top level in scotland can't stop the game. I mean, um I don't know if you saw, you probably have, but uh Docker said in his in his post match that the club doctor was on the park before the game was stopped because he realised how bad it was. And he had to get put into recovery position and everything. It was that bad a challenge and that bad an injury. I'm disgusted
0: that Mm -hmm.
1: he didn't stop the game and I will be even more so if he shows up again next week or the week
0: after, honestly. I know. It's absolutely absolutely disgusting that he let that go. Mm-hmm. And let's, I mean, it, that decision compared to some of them that he's done this season, obviously, I think he was in charge with the the, the Josh Mulligan red card yep. against yeah, Curling, which yeah. he gave it, went to a VAR monitor, then still gave it, and then mm-hmm. when an independent reviews came on, they said it shouldn't have been given. There's been other games. There's one that the week before the Josh Mulligan recared, <coughs> there was one that he done for United for the young mm-hmm. boy Cujo getting sent off. Which yep. I think that did that get re of I, I, I can't remember, but I think something was said about it as well. Like mm-hmm. it should have been the recared. It's just inept, it's hang your head in shame, mm-hmm. Mr. Monroe. Because, yeah, honestly, if you I mean, what's the consequences for referees making horrendous mistakes like this? Is it, oh, well, you're put into the second, first championship Aye. for a couple of games? Which, which I think should... comes with a smaller pay packet, but it should be
1: it should be suspension. For something like that, it should be suspension. It's not a wrong red card. It's endangering a player's health, endangering mm-hmm. a player's well-being. It should be suspension, unpaid suspension. It shouldn't be anywhere near no, that
0: professional game for weeks. Basic fundamentals of a referee is to like you say protect the players as well. Yeah. And he's yeah. failed to do that on twice, twice in one game, and both of them have evolved head knocks. Mm-hmm. Get a grip, honestly.
1: Was it, was it him that um was meant to be the ref for one of the games that was called off? Oh that's one. So. That was this one. Aye. And they called it off because the pitch wasn't suitable for player safety.
0: I think I might have been the Aberdeen one, oh. Aberdeen game because then oh, Dundee Jesus. went. And, yeah, then, then Dundee went and trained on it. Like, I might. I'm not too sure if it was him. It, it's it's absolutely sickening that. Yeah. Somebody as soon as they go down, you see it's it's a head knock. Mm-hmm. You see, it's a head knock. He was out. He was out before he hit the ground. It's ridiculous, and the fact that like you say, your physios ran on the park. Mm-hmm.
1: <sighs> That's I just mental. Didn't it. And and something else came off the back of that, right now it. It is disgusting they didn't stop the play. However, if he doesn't stop the play, he has to then give a penalty to Costello. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah I like, Oh, it's just a, and then they give the ball back to St. Johnson for uh, to take the drop ball. But that's just that. That's by the by. That's you know not a big deal now. But if you're going to play on, Costello's in or Costello, sorry, is then fouled in the box.
0: Mm-hmm
1: so make your mind up you know are you stopping the game that you know
0: yeah aye it's just uh, I, I think he should be dragged over the coals for this one yeah I, I pretty sure he will be and the club should be pushing for him to be dragged over the coals for this one because that's yeah. the, the I mean it's I've, I've tough to see the challenge back somebody said it was just a clash of heads another one says that he's went right into them for my position it looked like he's went right into them yeah um, but again I can't really jump in I did not say much until I've seen the highlights again.
1: Yeah, I was speaking to George Cran briefly on, on uh, DMs, and he says the boy went, Gordon, it was Gordon again, Yeah. Um, went for the header, missed the ball, and headed the back of Melon's head. And obviously that's going to be Sarah. if he's heading him with the force of a clearance, you know. So, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know where to go from there, really, other than yeah. just... He has to, dragged over the coach is absolutely spot on. He has to be, you know, absolutely hit with the rule book. I don't know what it is. I don't know what the procedure is. I'll be lying if I tell you I did.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to go full Rangers here and say he should have a referee and, and you can pick and choose your refs because you can't pick and choose your refs. No. But the fact that he has done so wrong by Dundee for decisions, Mm-hmm. And the games that he's officiated against us it's like I, I actually don't want to see him ever referee. Yeah. I'd he will he call him. Oh I'd he will he call him over him. Ah, uh, right, bring him back. Don, Don Roberts. Uh, yeah, right. you, hey, you're, you're, you're you're cutting it fine now.
1: <laughs> Don Roberts and what is his name? <laughs> McLean. Stephen McLean, oh dear. <laughs> At
0: least they would stop the game, but Well um, probably. Uh, it's just as shitty the rest of them. Aye, but um we've got the win, like moving on from the referee and how utterly, utterly yeah. shit he is. Moved on for the game. It's now we're still six in the league, still top six yep. we have twenty-four games played, twenty nine points on the board. We are currently three head against uh over Hibbs, who we have played the same amount of games on. Um a lot has been made of two wins in eleven games or two wins yeah. in twelve games. And I've been looking at that and I don't think people have been taking into context the run of games we've had because mm-hmm. in the last was it seven games, six of them we've been away from home. Yep. Um two against Cully, one in the cup. They're absolutely flying. Absolutely flying. Mm-hmm. Um a tough place to go to we've had Celtic at home, we've had Rangers away, uh we've then had Hearts who are undoubtedly the for best team, absolutely, on oh. bang form. And We've yeah. took them, and it's only been mistakes from ourselves that's cost us a minimum of a point in each of them. Mm. So I think there's things we've got to look at. I know two from 12 isn't a good reading. No. But when you look at the run of games, who against, and just the way some of them have panned out, mm-hmm. it's no, it's weird saying mm-hmm. it, but to uh, me it's not as bad as what it's been made into.
1: Yeah. The risk is sounding like David Martindale, you know, the performance has been good. The results Mm -hmm. just haven't been there. And also put into context some of those games, it's an average of a game every three days. Yes. For the last seven games, seven games in 21 days or something. It's, uh, It's gonna take its toll on anybody, but hopefully now with the other side of that, you know, massive win today, massive game next week and hopefully can kick on for there.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, another thing, I'll uh, look at into these games as well, that like we just played. So, against teams around us, we're either not dropping points or taking points, which yeah. is what people always want. You you want to be taking the points off teams that you're playing against. So, you've got mm. Motherwell, we've we got a point. Ross County, we'll win. Uh What was the other ones? Livingston, we'll one mm. And we went away and got... Uh, a, a draw away up at Aberdeen it's if we never got points against them and maybe one and the ones are against just say take the two wins and put them against teams above us mm-hmm. then people will be complaining because well, we will be us. yeah that's yeah. it that is it and that's what we're, that's what we're doing and we're also waiting to come into a game next Saturday or mm-hmm. this Saturday Podcast podcast goes, goes out during the week it's another massive one and against Ross Company who unfortunately lost their manager. i am genuinely gutted that yeah. they lost their manager because if they were coming up to Dens we him uh at Church or Derek Adams and we were actually gonna nail them. There's no doubt about it because oh. that boy had lost the plot Aye. so far. Like it's unbelievable. He his interviews were basically him trying to get a payoff. off. hundred percent. the one that they they took five off
1: a of Motherwell. <laughs> yeah. Motherwell, goodness me. I don't know if you watched their game against... Uh, what are they called? Morton? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stink. Aye. Again, that's another one that's going to come back to bite my arse, but you know. Um, <laughs> but no, they, they took five off from Motherwell, and his interview after that was just... What a way to sign off. What a guy. Honestly, yeah. I'm gutted him and Warnock weren't in the game together. That could have <laughs> been box office. Aye. Gold.
0: I right, Neil Warnock, that's even That'd some of the shittest game to watch, though. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> anti-football. But it'd be the absolute best uh, post-match interviews. Oh,
1: absolute hundred percent, absolutely.
0: <laughs> but yeah, we've got we've got Ross County at Dens this Saturday, and mm-hmm. well, we have currently they have they have, they have currently 11th in the playoff spot. We have six. We're ten points above them. If we go there. Well, if they come here and we go at them, we get the win. Yeah, I'm not seeing us getting dragged into this playoff spot.
1: No, no. Contrary to popular belief, we're doing fine. And if we beat them, I think that's I think that's kind of cemented that we can look forward rather than back. I mean, yep. we should be doing that anyway. But uh, standee fans are pessimistic as they come, you know. But <laughs>
0: we
1: should we should be looking forward, and we will be if we beat if we beat them and. Is, I don't know if you'll know, but is there talk of them having a manager coming in? Is this why they've brought in his caretaker? Is he seeing them seeing the season out? What's the story with that?
0: Do you know? I, I'm not too sure. Not too sure. Just kind of that Don Cowie's been been given the the, the gig. I, I've I've not actually read up most about it. Um, I think they will be looking for uh, a manager, no doubt. Mm. But what would that be the third? Well, technically, the fourth manager yeah. of the season, if you, if you include Cowie, Cowie um, yeah. <laughs> um, I wouldn't be surprised if 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 he starts packing up results. Hopefully, not against us. They'll give it time to, to the end of the season because he's obviously been at Ross County. He's mm-hmm. been in the background. I think it would be the sensible appointment for them to make would be within just now because anybody, so yeah, because bringing anybody in at this time without a transfer window, you're. Yeah, what in an a miracle. And how often does stuff like this work out and boys turn it around, we've only got to look at Matt McGee. Yeah. It uh, doesn't work out. It oh. yeah, doesn't does work out all. you're bringing in somebody that's only there to the end of the season. and
1: Yeah.
0: If it's nae, he's not going to lose any sleep if he didn't stay up, to be honest. So no, I think, exactly. I think Cowie will be the boy that takes them uh, mm-hmm. to the end of the season. And I just hope that he does a shit job. Yep, no, absolutely. I mean, they've been a bit of a basket case this season, haven't they?
1: But at this, in the same breath, you can't just turn up and expect to beat them. We're going to have to go and earn it because they're going to be difficult. They're going to set up, you know, it's a back five, probably. We're going to be difficult to break down. So we do need to go and earn it. And if we put it like we did today, yesterday, if you're listening, tomorrow, <laughs> 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 we're fine. Uh no, we'll be we'll be fine, but we have to can't just expect to show up. We no. do need to go and
0: earn it. No, well the, the, to me, the obviously we've got the win against St Johnston, mm-hmm. but to me it was these two games were it was imperative that we that we get full points, I think just to, to keep any lingering thoughts of being dragged in any place out of the way so we've got one out of the way. Mm-hmm. And it... One thing I was meaning to to drop on was St. Johnstone's away form. I've never mentioned that. I forgot to do it. So mm-hmm. they've played twelve away for him. They've only won once, uh, drew four, and lost seven. And they've only oh. scored four times away for him. So when I look at that, I'm like, "Fucking right, we beat them." Because yeah, of no, didn't I then <laughs> it'd be a calamity, wouldn't it? But it'd be very Dundee to lose to this team, wouldn't it? Uh, it would be form. the missed. would be the missed Dundee thing. Absolutely missed undefined. Um, county's record, mate, isn't it any better? So, Good. they're same, same games 12, 12 away games so far. They've only won once, drew five, lost six. They've managed to score double than what well, more than double than Johnson. They've scored mm-hmm. 12, um, conceded 26. But it's been a lost, drew, lost, drew, lost uh scenario so. Yeah, they're no good away for him. Um, no. We've seen them when they came up here, or came down here at the start of the season, where yep. was just kill the game.
1: Aye, was, but they've got a totally different squad now from yeah. what they had then. Um, he's brought in the you know the, the League 2 superheroes that are 100 times better than what we've got, and they've made Ross County 100 times worse than they were before, which is incredible. I don't know how you could manage it, but he did. Um, but they've got a totally different team, so they might have a different outlook. With Don Cowie as a manager, they might change their tactics. Who knows? Who knows? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. It's a... I feel like... I don't know why. I feel like we'll have a tougher test against them, purely because Ross County is always a tough game for Dundee, mm-hmm. for some reason. Yeah. The, yeah there's, there's no much between them recently. Um, I think we just go be what we're... What we're doing now, and if we can turn the amount of chances we should have had against St Johnston, then I mm-hmm. we should be looking at you know getting in there and getting the victory against them because they're mm-hmm. struggling. Um, on the, the injury front, we also saw Lamy back coming back into the, the team and getting on. Yep. That was great to see because I feel like we've missed him badly, mm-hmm. and uh, also Donnelly again. Speak about Darling for one minute. The yep. boy was absolutely breathing out his ass in the last five, ten minutes before he was taken off. Mm-hmm. He put in a hell of a shift. A he was fantastic today. You would never have thought he'd been out for all that time. Never no. would have
1: thought that. He was absolutely brilliant when he came on. I mean, when he came on, when he played today. He was just so... And then Lammy come on, slotted right into there without a hitch, you know. Um, it's good to see those boys back because I don't think it's any surprise that when these guys got injured and dropped at the team that are formed. I know we've just been saying, you know, we played well and this and that and these reasons, but personnel comes into it as well. You know, if we had these maybe more experienced boys playing in their actual positions, who's to say we wouldn't have picked up more than two wins?
0: yep I'm sure we would have.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's a hell that I'm willing to die on. Yeah, that's it, absolutely.
1: And also, just if we're going to go back to this St. John's again really quickly was not mentioned, um, Mo Silla. Oh yes. What a performance. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely unbelievable. I was quite worried when I saw the team lines come out and I saw that Boateng wasn't there. Obviously he said he had a bit of a niggly injury, but no, Silla come in, he was just fantastic. And I'll hold my hands up the first few games I wasn't convinced, but he's changed it for me. He's absolutely brilliant. Or he was today anyway.
0: Absolutely fantastic. He was. He, he was all over the place. And he's just a big man Martin He's just a big beast in the middle, isn't he? He was just running with the ball and pushing boys, swatting boys aside. People were trying to run beside him and put a tackle in. And he was just... Did he get me up? Uh, oh, amazing. Them. Yeah, them. Brilliant. He was good today. Jake, I'm the same of, as... I, he had I, a nutmeg
1: on the left. Oh, filthy. <laughs>
0: filthy. Me, I'm the same as well. So... um. If anybody that doesn't know we'll do like a weekly bbc article um every tuesday and at the turn of the year when the the winter break happened they had to do like just a wee usual player so far and all that and i think one of them was most underwhelming players and mine was mozilla because i'm like He's not really been given a chance, and he's came here with, and also I think a lot of the, was it Colchester he used to play for? Yeah, Hartlepool. Orleans, Hartlepool, that's it. Um, they were saying that, great player, great player, but they, they all said that you kind of down tools and or whatever mm-hmm. like that, but always looked at the parts well, great player, that's what I'm looking at, because if he's can if he's yeah. able to still get that from fans that he's pissed off for some reason one other one way or other then mm. I'll I'll will take that so he was put in as like my most underwhelming in purely because he still no really had a good chance in the squad at that mm. point and if he did he was played in the same team as Boateng well, and that it it doesn't work does it it doesn't it doesn't but with Boateng being out um he's also he picked up a niggle he should be back for the county game I mm. should main. um. Yeah, I, f- I feel like he's kind of grasped that role like Wu Nomi plays, and it's now going to give Tony Docky a big headache be
1: because harsh for him to drop him, wouldn't it? Yes, but it would be Tony Docky, He's not. He's not what scared to do it though. You've seen it before. Lyle Cameron plays like that. You have a blinder, but because the next opposition doesn't suit his play style, Tony Dock will drop him, mm-hmm. uh, and he, he won't have a. He won't have a second thought on doing it so we'll see we'll see how next week goes good to have Boateng back though as an option if nothing more
0: yeah so obviously that Boateng and Maine both back <laughs> next week or should be back next week uh for county and also good news that uh Portales and McCracken have been back in training this weekend um I think Riley and Pineda are still out with Knox mm-hmm. there's no time frame on them coming back and Howley is about a month away um because his hammy uh Gave way, uh, a couple of games today. I go so Mm. that it's good to see big players coming back. Also for me, Talis Lamy, huge two big ones in Donnelly. Yeah, because they they will be for
1: me. They'll be the difference between where we finish this season, whether it be top six, bottom six, further up the table. You know what I mean? They'll be they'll be the 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 main difference is if we can get Mm -hmm. our defence. As solid as it has had been before Christmas,
0: mm-hmm. I think yep. that'll be, be that. Yeah, so look forward to getting them back, and hopefully mm-hmm. look forward to the game against County. So, Jake, yes. first time you came on here, stadium chat <laughs> ruffled Dun- a few
1: feathers, didn't it?
0: Ruffled f- <laughs> an half a few feathers. Um, we'll quickly go on to a wee bit of stadium chat because uh, just they have Dundee announced that they're please. Pre, uh, pre-planning application went in for the, the the, stadium. Um, It's one of those, again, it's going to be a good few months before you hopefully see the full planning application going in and mm-hmm. then spade in the ground. So we'll just kind of huddle horses on that a wee bit until, because for me as well, I, I do believe that's still going to happen, but mm-hmm. I'm more along the way of I need to see a spade in the ground to become really excited about this. Yeah. But There's this been time, a
1: lot of chat on that this week. Uh, obviously because we've put the thing in but a lot of people are now still coming at us and saying you know pie in the sky and i mean you're right we can't get excited until there's a spade in the ground yeah we can't but it is a step in the right direction which our fans are most of our fans are very happy about
0: mm-hmm I think a lot of fans have got on board with it the longer it's went on Aye. and the the fact that we're seeing, I know it's only one picture, it'd be good to see a lot more concept art regarding what the yeah. new design's going to be, but yeah. the, there's an actual design in, mm-hmm. um, I think the John Nelms described it as the pre-planning application on steroids, so it's basically yeah. stuff for what I'm led to believe, it's basically what you would expect a full planning application to be has mm. been put in so that yeah. if there is any, anything with it, then it's the highlighted day. right there and then. Yeah, so yeah. um just got to see how how this pans out. Mm. And I'm not too sure about timeframes about how long this stuff's got to be in for before you kind of put a full one in. But there's been loads of consultations with everything I run campaign and mm. residents and, you know, anybody that's got, any involvement with that area so you're going to be thinking that what Dundee have put forward now is what would appease or make happy the people that love there Yeah. so that it's a case of right we spoke to them they're not happy that's this when they get passed so we've done this honestly this is what they've said that we're going to agree upon and go with it like that yeah you should so I went nearly about a year ago,
1: goodness me. I went up to Garden, spoke to, I didn't mean to speak to John Nelms, but ended up speaking to John Nelms. And some of this, the hurdles you've got to get over, honestly, there was a, a they had to make sure they weren't gonna, uh, you know, get rid of bats or something, mental. <laughs> like there, there's, there must be a, a you know, a population of bats that live nearby and they weren't to disturb that. So that was one of the things they had to get over. So the amount of things you've got to get over is ridiculous. And (laughs) putting as much as they did into the planning application clearly shows that, you know, they they want to make sure that they're getting everybody on board. And and what's good is the SFA and the SPFL have just given us their kind of approval that they're on board with it. So positive steps, not getting too excited just
0: yet. But the yeah. last
1: laugh will be had one day.
0: <laughs> I noticed as well, the name said they had a wee sentence about the, the council. Uh, I, I can't remember off the top of my head, but was it not along the lines of it's been good working with them mm. along the process or something. So I, I think that's you, Well, he's basically telling you that. It's just a wink, yeah. in it? It's just yeah, a yeah. Jim Halpert wink at the camera. That's what it is. It, it's more than that. It's tickling your ass. <laughs> it
1: <is. laughs> it's what it? we put in up wee of the thigh. Go on, John.
0: <laughs> I like how you said Jim Halper. I'm over, a UK ah, office man. Stop it! It's a bit free- ah. I'm not
1: having it. I'm not having it. I'm
0: not having it. Superior, but <sighs> longevity. Well,
1: Je- well, peep show reigns above all, but you know, we'll move on.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, I forgot last week when me and Paul done on the pod, uh, the Q and A, and a lot of people, a lot of people disappointed that I, f- that I forgot to put it out. Um, but I didn't want to reply to them because I did, I, I generally just forgot to to basically say, give mm. them your silliest questions ever, so this time it's always good to put it out after a victory especially a last minute winner oh, you get against... some
1: great stuff don't you
0: yep, so we've got a few here we're trying... well, we're not going to spend too long but um, we we'll trying to figure uh, fly through some of them Jake so oh, we'll sure. go with the ha- happy Mondays yep. Um, what you thinking now? be unhappy if we failed to finish top six or still delighted if 10th end um, or first season back. I would they say unhappy if we failed to get in the top six. I'd be unhappy if we finished 10th now, to be fair. Yeah. I feel like we, we've shown that we should be aiming higher than 10th. I know a lot of people have been saying first season back, let's aim for it, consolidate, then move on, which is fine if you are in that area. But mm-hmm. because we've been constantly up there, why should we be thinking, oh, we're not going to finish here? We should be thinking, you know, we can't finish here. Gosh. We all can 6th, 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th at a push, I. Um, doesn't he, I don't feel, no. like we shouldn't he be thinking that, to be honest.
1: I agree, I wouldn't be disgusted at 7th or 8th, I think. That would be a reasonable finish, you know. Mm. I would be bothered if we finished 10th now. I think we've been far too good to finish 10th. Uh, it would be a mm-hmm. real capitulation if we don't. be uh, if we don't finish at very least eighth but you've got other teams around us who have the squad to you know give us a bit of bother in this race for the top six but nope would not be would not be angry at missing out on top six Mm -hmm. not at all
0: Yep. Yeah. Uh, we've actually got a question. You've cheated because you've put this question in that before I've asked you, I think, uh, about the pod tonight. Um, a question from Jake. Who wins in a fight? Champagne Grazer or Greg, I didn't mean it, Browning? <laughs> Great question, listener. you are handsome. Um, um, so I, I asked it, you, you go. <laughs> I'm um, obviously sticking with my man, Paul Gray, aye? Eh? Always. Always. Um, for people who don't know, Greg's a St. Johnston fan, does betting. And he was the one that put a, a, a jokingly tweet about where I think before they played Airdrie the Cup, um, about I'll, I'll see you here or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And then Airdre France showed up um, and he made the front page of. Oh, God, the... I
1: didn't mean it, I'm sorry. I didn't mean it.
0: <laughs> Paul, all the way. Yeah,
1: Paul Heatherman
0: to Bovian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, they get any friction bound because no, he
1: fucking bites off him.
0: Only which is a back heater on, you'll get... <laughs> <laughs> oh, the the dance park choir. This page. one wasn't
1: me this time. This is one wasn't not... me
0: this time. No, so I'll be for Ethan then. Yeah, Mozilla, cell- Owen Beck, or Joe Shaughnessy. Which one will you- will be your Valentine? Adam getting gang banged. That's what's happening. <laughs> like. I was I was just gonna say Joe Shaughnessy because he's so handsome. I'll show him a nice a nice evening.
1: I'm not, not into no, not I'm not into this nonsense. I'll wine them and dine them, and then see where it goes.
0: No, nah. come one, come all.
1: <laughs> Good choice of <laughs> words. Anyway,
0: um, Kenny Ross, club historian. He's put top six or bottom six. Where we heading? I'm happy to concede to Paul that I may have been wrong. I think Kenny and Paul were having a chat on Twitter um, just about where we thought the team were going, and mm-hmm. I think Kenny was just kind of looking at the, the runner results. And uh, Paul was optimistic. So I think this this victory's just spurred on Kenny a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Smell, I, his, smell on his face now. <laughs>
1: good, good for you, Kenny. Brilliant. <laughs> um, I'm going to answer that with there or thereabouts. Yeah. I'm going to sit firmly on the fence just now.
0: Yeah. Um There's one here, kind of Dundee Derry. The absolute wind up merchants after the dance park choir on Twitter or X. Um, when are we starting to go for me for Pulse Tattoo? It's
1: up already, don't worry.
0: I didn't get that one,
1: no, neither. But it's up already, I don't know what it is, but I'm having it. It's up already. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Loose bank, how beautiful is Job the McGee? McGee is underrated when it comes to the looks in the dance park squad. I'm putting it out there. Oh, right. aye, he's a handsome chap, he's a handsome chap,
1: and he also scores big goals so that gives him a plus three on whatever his looks were so he's a 13 out of 10 <laughs>
0: um, Luke Newman player of the year so far Own Beck, yeah. Beck. Try, oh, I I see it's be- harder than that it's harder than just saying I've said Owen then straight away I'm like Luke McCowan Luke McCowan
1: Joe Shaughnessy up until quite recently
0: it's been a bit of ropey, but
1: well. the last couple of games, but up, up until aye. up until January, solid as in, and it's a whole season
0: mm-hmm. thing. My um, boating. Aye. See the thing with me, though? I think I've, I've jumped in the week one back, but you've got to give the credit to Luke McEwen.
1: Honestly. He's taken it's to he's... that new role. Yeah. Oh, well, what would you call that?
0: Midfield well, general.
1: The, the Gary Harkins role. That's what it is. Just floating about the, the middle.
0: He said to us in the podcast that his favourite position is in the middle. That's his favourite position. Everybody thought he was a winger. He's no, he's no. He's like he's and you're seeing it this season. Oh. Ah, he he's the man. He is the old man. man. No. I'm gonna and, we, and,
1: I'm gonna answer McCowan. Mm-hmm. Bet can be young player if he fancies, but not McCowan for me.
0: Uh you got Doe. Who's the best referee in Scottish football and worst? None, of you you're getting then and Adam are the worst.
1: <laughs> They're a
0: shite. Uh, Paul Bruce uh is for Grazer, I'll answer it on him on his behalf. Is Own Beck the best left back since Marshall. Since Jordan Marshall. I'll say uh, Paul was a huge fan of Jordan Marshall. He was. Uh yes, he is, and that's only
1: because he's the only left back since Jordan Marshall, to be fair.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um Andy Keefe, Bou Tank or Sillahan the Middle. Oof. If you had to go for it over the course of the season and no just on Silla's display there, what do you go with? Are you going for Boateng? Because yeah. he's, cons- he's been more consistent.
1: Yeah, Boateng right. for me. Um, But Silla's the one that's on a permanent. So, no, nah, Boateng for me.
0: Boateng for mm-hmm. me. Paul's jumped in with another question. I think maybe able will have to fire through all these, mate. Um, I think Hibs and Aberdeen will pick up form between now and the split, meaning St Mirren's the team we will have to catch to get into the top six, which will be very difficult. Do you think we can catch one of the two teams above us or we can hold off Hibs and Aberdeen? To be fair, I think St Mern are going to have a wee run of form again. I think mm-hmm. St Mern are a good team. Yeah. I really do think they're a good team. Um, I think they could be the, the, the team that get fifth. Um... Hibs and Aberdeen. I don't know. I just don't think this Neil Warnock appointment is going to do any good I think he knows enough about Scottish football. Ah, I think no. Nonsense. Nonsense. I'm not
1: having that. Neil Warnock might not do it for Aberdeen, but to say he doesn't know enough about Scottish football is bizarre um, because he has ties with Morton. He uh, is part of a range of supporters club. He's been up, you know, <laughs> he's been up, here, he's paid attention to the game recently and he said it. He said it in podcasts that he's been on. I listened to him on, was it Peter Crouch who he was on, I think? And he kept going, Are you with me? Are you with me on that? It's was great. Anyway, he's um, into Scottish football big time. And were people asking the same question to Clement at Rangers?
0: No. I didn't think so, if you been sarcastic there, are no, for a minute. No, no one. Honestly, because the fact that you said Greenock Morton and Rangers makes me think he doesn't hear a clue. Then, (laughs) (laughs) well, (laughs) no, but there was something in the media. There was something he he said in the media. Yeah, I can't remember. It was an interview, and it was he asked questions about Scottish football, and people are like, "How do you know know this?" I'll need to look it back. But it was definitely an interview. But but, as far as I've seen, anyway, and heard. He's,
1: well, he's been on an inferior podcast talking about it eh? so who knows <laughs> but, um, uh, Aberdeen Hibbs Hibs especially nah, well, nah that
0: what does it, like uh, it doesn't look like it's going to work out that manager's no. appointment no. Aye. he'll see it the season and that'll be him Just yeah. in the summer Brian uh, he's put less of a question more of a request uh, to put a plea out there to bin the ex- and Team's name, a falling apart chant. Um, it's come off once. <laughs> I can't hack it. Uh, please stop. Also, Luke uh, McEwen is the goat. Thanks. I probably agree with that falling apart because how many times Aye. have you sung that and we fell apart? You went to, oh. key to teams that do fall apart, and we are the ones that have done it. The past wee while. we well with some your results. The hearts were taking the piss at us.
1: The day. I don't know if you saw them against Airdrie, the but they were singing that Hearts are falling apart again <sighs> at themselves today the because we've done it. And they've not fought apart at all.
0: The first time I heard it was when we played St. Johnson at McDermott the season. And we're 2-0 up and we're singing it and then it's 2-0. We're singing it against a team who had just won the double. Like, I, know, I a year, know, a year, A year or two before that. But
1: it hits different at full time. That was fantastic, today. Aye, yeah. And they played I mean, over the tannoy
0: as well. <laughs> I, did, I did like the St. John's the singing um, Denzel's Falling Apart again with kind off like. It was fantastic. Like, a, they had yeah. some good part of the
1: day as well. The, the banner. Did you see the banner?
0: I did, yeah. yeah. I did took for you, a while Bobby it Yeah, <laughs> It did take me a while to forget what that was. Eh? I <laughs> thought it was maybe some kit man. A 50-year kit man retirement or something.
1: I'm playing on TikTok,
0: who knows? <laughs> uh, Stephen Lamb. Is there anyone more beautiful than Mo Silla? And if so, who? I mean...
1: Are we, we just a team
0: full of beautiful people?
1: Yeah, Sean Byrne. He's handsome. F- yes,
0: yeah, the fact that so many fans are going on about how beautiful the players are oh, We have a sexy team. We uh, do. Really we, proud of this. We do, but I wonder if they'll bring out a calendar. <laughs> I think we
1: should bring out a calendar for charity. Remember remember the defiant season, or the, the WAGs did it. Mm-hmm. I think we should do a first team version this year. I'll buy one. <laughs> I'll
0: commission it. Fuck it. <laughs> I'll take I'll take the photos. Aye, let's go. <laughs> this be attacking the photos with a casting couch behind us.
1: <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Moving on. Yeah. Moving on. Next Cheshire Chesh D's, which loan player would you sign permanently if money was no issue? Own Beck. Own Beck. <laughs> silly question. Then sell about, him after six months. That's
1: a, sell him after six months for fifteen million or whatever. Um but if you were to ask that question and, and have it realistically, who would you who do you think you we could get
0: realistically? Um the fact that Bow has been sent to Queen's Park than us, there might be a possibility of getting them. Yeah. Um that's that's what I would think.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, Manny be and one one that i as would well want. for me. Oh, I forgot about Lammy. Well, I think he, he will sign for us so I've kind yeah. of taken him with the equation anyway. Yeah. Um I think looking I would kind of be Botang. Yeah. be further on the cup to get him as a permanent player. Oh, it'd be fantastic.
1: It'd be a real coup, I think. I think it'd be team's bigger than us looking at him. And um, we there's a, a couple of Crystal Palace pages that follow us on, on Twitter. And they're in the DMs quite a lot saying, how did he get on, you know? I think they're quite eager for him to go and potentially play next season. But who knows? Who knows? Mm. I'm, I'm not sure. But uh, Boateng for me and then Donnelly. Close
0: second, so mm-hmm. I think he's brilliant. Yeah, right. We've kind of we're, four questions. We've got four questions left. Right, uh, Ryan Brian Adam. So he rightly had a go at me last week for not putting at the question. So best thing today is redo his question. Yeah. Um, where should McGee's statue go? Go on the law hall or outside the Bobby Cox? <laughs> I want him right in front of the curved hall. Yeah, well, get him on
1: the end of the table. Why not a golden statue? I want him to welcome you into the city
0: from the uh, Kingdom. See, I want them f- <laughs> where the fountains are. Aye. Just, just, and just it's watch coming these moths. Kenna, there's Ur
1: spreaded about. Just put Jordan McGee's. Just place them all Jordan over Jordan McGee's Yeah. Well, enough of that. <laughs> <laughs> enough of that for you.
0: This pod has took a ton likes. You tell me <laughs> to listen to this as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> some some might know now after this. Um Tony Portales DSC SBFL Royal Rumble, which player wins and why is the answer most Salah He'd just not. be flinging boys about like it's God not knows what.
1: Lee Ashcroft would header everybody clear. He would. That boy would header non coming missile, honestly. <laughs> Tony Portales DSC is the most underrated page on Twitter. Absolutely fantastic
0: you are goddamn right, honestly. Give him ah. a follow. It's just at uh, Vamos Dundee. Love it. Love it. Honestly. 80, what has he got? Something like three hundred and eighty-eight followers. Mm-hmm.
1: And then fucking dense pack quires with nearly five thousand. It's a farce. It's scandalous. It's, it's a scandal. scandalous. Uh, it's a farce. But he only follows twenty people, so maybe he needs to get his finger out there.
0: <laughs> um Dave Rob, if you're a potato, would you rather be boiled or roast? Roast. Roast, roast every day. All day, every All single stuff.
1: day. Duck fat. Oh!
0: Yeah. Lather. I'll say lather me in that duck fat. <laughs> like boil, Boiled potatoes are a crime.
1: Anyone who chooses to. Bo- All the things you can do to a potato, you fucking boil it.
0: No. Only if you put butter on it after you done no, not having it. it. Put butter on it, you know?
1: <laughs> no, not having it. New potatoes are a sin
0: a hard man to please. No, the fat. And boy the fat master deep fry it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last but not least, Garth Edwards. Yes. 49ers or Chiefs? So take it as a day with the Super Bowl this weekend.
1: Super Bowl tonight. Um, it follows up, and so I personally hope they both lose. But apparently, that's not in the rules.
0: Um, whichever one's Taylor Swift's boyfriend's playing for, I hope they get a beat. Just be yeah, of all I'll do. be
1: funny. <laughs> I, I, um, I want to pretend I care. Um, I
0: didn't hear. a me about American football.
1: No, neither da. The boys are fucking in it. use your hands.
0: Pigskin. Pigskin. From the, the pigskin a bit.
1: Yeah, yeah. Chief, I think. uh Chiefs. Um, who does who does um J Chapman support? Because that's what I'm going for. Or Pierre Reedy. <laughs> who does Pierre Reedy support? <laughs> what a guy, Pierre There's Some names will give you PTSD.
0: Championship winner, Did playoff winner. Jay Chapman relegated. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what he got. He got <laughs> relegated.
1: <laughs> oh, we, 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 I was in a group chat the other day, and we were just naming names. It was, it was honestly, flashback inducing. It was horrible.
0: There's plenty of Andrew flashbacks. Davies,
1: Andy Dales, John O'Sullivan.
0: It's a period right there. Oh,
1: Ryan Innes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting worse.
0: The relegators. The relegators. <laughs> uh,
1: we're not in the matrix now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, but that's it all for this week. Jake, thank yep. you very much for coming on. And, uh Yeah, obviously coming in for Paul, who decided he didn't want to come on. That's it. He's in
1: the lash. Pretend his internet was broken. Oh,
0: man, internet, man, internet. Yep, good aim. He's in fresh just now on the San Miguel. <laughs>
1: Fucking, he's, he, I've, been, I've been watching. He's been uh, tweeting that Greg Brown and asking for a scrap. So we'll see. We got a charity boxing match <laughs> at the new campy.
0: It'd be the skinniest charity boxing <laughs> match I've ever seen in my life. We need chest here on no. anybody.
1: No, <laughs> not to be seen. <laughs>
0: Uh, on that note on that note we'll be back next week to talk over the county game and to speak about whatever game we've got coming up Jake thanks for very much for coming on no you're welcome thanks for having me pleasure yeah. and thanks to our sponsor Hilton Electricals and thank you to all the fans who listen to us